Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve and talk about college football. Today, we are talking about, unfortunately for me and Corey, um, football team that we're not necessarily fans of, but is undeniably great considering they've won the national championship the last two years. For those of you that don't know, we are located in Alabama. Um, we won't tell you who we root for. It, it, it's not actually the Crimson Tide, so you don't have to hate us. Um, but it's definitely not the team that we're talking about today, but we have some great leadership principles to learn from Kirby Smart at Georgia. A couple nights ago, Hampton, I was, I, I just was scrolling through TV channels and I came across the Southeastern Conference Network on TV and I knew it was, I knew it was the SEC media days and I was like, oh, maybe they're replaying some of what the coaches were talking about. And whenever I got to the channel, it was Kirby Smart from the University of Georgia talking and I, I, honestly, I'm not a big Kirby Smart fan. I'm not a big Georgia fan, but I was super, super impressed by what he was saying because what he talked about was leadership and culture. And like you said, they've won the last two national championships. And so a lot of the, the positioning was, how do you not become complacent? And so he was addressing this idea of complacency. And a lot of coaches get on there and they talk about their roster. They talk about their schedule. They talk about new coaches that have come in, but it was just so unique that he would talk about leadership and culture. And clearly they have built a, a culture that is, has sustained su success, right? They won a national championship two years in a row. They have a great chance to win it three years in a row, which hasn't been done since like, like the 1930s. And so we'll talk a little bit later in another episode about another element of Georgia football that we learned from Kirby Smart. But one of the things he was talking about was this idea of the cost of leadership. And he, he was sharing the story that behind behind his desk, he has some post-it notes. And on some of the post-it post notes are written the, these bullet points of what it costs to be a leader. And it's something that we don't talk about often. We talk about how to grow as a leader, how to develop a, develop a leader. We talk about a lot of that here on the Leadership Spark podcast. And while Spark equips leader, leaders with all kinds of, of tools and content and, and principles and frameworks that allow a leader to grow, but there is this idea of as you become a leader, so whether that's you grow in influence or you're growing in your position or authority in an organization, there is a cost to it. And so I thought it would be interesting just to, to share with you the three costs of leadership that Kirby Smart was sharing with everybody at the Southeastern Conference Media Days. Because when I heard these, it's like, you know what? I have definitely 100% experienced those. So this, let me read these three and see if they resonate with you. Number one is this, is the number one, one cost will be as a leader, you will have to make hard decisions that negatively affect people you care about. That's the reality. At some point as a leader, you will have to make a hard decision that could negatively impact people that you actually care about. And that, that is a cost of, of being the leader is that you have to be the one to make that kind of decision. Number two is that you will be disliked despite your best attempt to do the best for most. And it's just part of, part of being a leader is that sometimes your intent is to do what's best for the most people and someone may not like the decision that you made and someone may be disgruntled by a decision that you made or someone may not like you that particular day or week or month because of a decision that you made, but it was the best decision. It was the best way to steward what you've been given. And you just had to make the decision and go with it, but you will be potentially disliked. And the last one is that you will be misunderstood as a leader at some point, and you will not always have the opportunity to defend yourself, which is very hard, right? Is that 
you specifically this comes into play whenever you you grow and you take on more responsibility you're leading tens of people or hundreds of people you can't individually sit down one-on-one with every single person on your team or in your organization or what you're responsible for there may be some distance from you and the people that you're trying to impact or the people that you're leading and they could misunderstand you and yet you don't have the the ability to go defend yourself and so wanted to throw those out there as something to think about. There is a cost to leadership, and maybe you heard me read three of the, one of those three or two of those three or all three of them, and it resonates with you. But here's the thing, Hampton, is that yes, those are costs, but the reward of leading is so much greater than those costs. And I would choose to lead every day of the week because the reward is far greater than any of those things that, that I just read. So count the cost if you want to lead, but know that there is a re- reward for you and the people's lives that are impacted as, as a result of your leadership. So go and think that way today.